0: Welcome to the Durante Jones Bourbon Club, where we pay tribute to the baddest defensive coordinator
1: in all the land, and his love for bourbon.
0: Oh yeah. Now your hosts, Matt and Chris. Okay, here we are. Um, uh, Jesus <laughs> It must be the Wi-Fi. Take out two. Here. Yes. All right. So, all right, guys. Durante Jones Bourbon Club. Nobody could hear us the first time, so here we are the second time. And uh, we wanted to talk to you guys tonight about our new bourbon club. So, the Durante Jones Bourbon Club, in honor of our new defensive coordinator, Durante Jones. Uh, man, uh, here's to you, Durante. Thanks to you, Coach. Um, violent, violent place. defense, I think yes. is what he said. So. Uh, Once he got hired, everybody snooped around on his Instagram and we could see his amazing bourbon collections. And so I wanted to do this. uh, I wanted to do this bourbon club in honor of him. Um, We have got the Oak Hills Bourbon Club in the background. Yeah, we got some other people coming in, too. So they're going to be walking in and out. Uh, You'll probably see them coming and making drinks every now and then, too. So uh, check that out. But here with Chris, me and Chris are going to be your hosts uh, for the Durante Jones Bourbon Club. We both love LSU. We both love bourbon so great
2: combination that go hand in hand
0: exactly so um and uh, you know with lsu and bourbon is kind of synonymous especially i remember going to games when in, in the student section and people throwing bourbon all over the place um
2: all of my college memories smell like this right here exactly bourbon smoke not this good yeah not
0: nah, you're right yeah it was uh soco and,
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, and yeah, a
0: mixture yeah. of soco and crown
2: jim bean and, beam. Beam, yeah, beam. Beam. Yeah, and jim yeah it was beam.
0: plastic bottle beam yep.
2: mm-hmm. uh, that fit in the back of your pants
0: so guys we are we're joined we're in oak hills uh we're joined by taylor calandro with calandros uh right here at perkins and Seagan. correct yeah yeah Five so. minutes
1: down the road two minutes down the road actually
0: that's right. You're right down the street. So mm-hmm. came right came right out of work. Came you right your, out of work.
1: There you go. I grew up in this neighborhood, so it always brings back memories. There yeah. you go.
2: Nice.
1: I've been in this neighborhood. I've probably been in this neighborhood longer than all of y'all.
0: Yeah. So, I bet you have. Yeah. And this is an old house, man. You walk through it. Um, this house has been here since nineteen fifty nine. So they got a big yard on the lake and all that, but it's an old house. It's got some old plumbing. So uh when that freeze happens, I was nervous. I was very nervous. I have a tree snapped right back here. You can see it. Another um, there too. Yeah, I got a yeah. pine tree that's about to come down. So uh, anyway, we wanted to uh, do this. We, we're going to be very free, free flowing on this show. Anybody obviously has any bourbon questions, you can bring them on. Um, but it's going to be very lighthearted. Um, you've already told me you're tired of, you don't want to answer any bourbon questions. You're done with bourbon today. No, don't no. ask me
1: any bourbon questions.
0: <laughs> yeah. We're done with bourbon. It's not um, why
1: I came here today.
0: Yeah. So he's, he's he letting we were loose. Just drinking bourbon. Taylor's <laughs> letting loose. He's smoking a cigar. Yeah. They told tar-
1: me I was coming for free bourbon. And, um, <laughs> and Talk sports. Yeah. Just to be on a podcast. And then they told me how to talk about bourbon. <laughs> That's right.
0: So, um, I, I'm drinking, uh, old Forrester 1920.
2: Yes i'm drinking the um, rabbit Very hole good. derringer
0: rabbit hole okay and then what are you what are you drinking that canadian uh, well, club uh, no i, I had <laughs> I, 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 the, the
1: uh, uh the canadian club is a super old bottle that i brought but I, no i'm not drinking that
0: i'm okay. drinking the chicken cock yeah i i, I bought that from calandro's chicken cock. this is my second uh, how hey how's that cock taste the cock tastes good <laughs> yeah, and, and
1: and for for those of y'all watching or or whatever <laughs> the, one of the first times that I went on, because every Wednesday I do the last uh, segment of the three o'clock hour from Matt Moscona, and one of the first times that I did the show was probably six, seven months ago. We talked about chicken cock for fifteen minutes.
0: Oh,
2: oh, and he was like
0: a little a kid in the candy store with that one, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, was uh, was Ryan Terrio with him? Terio's not with really. <laughs> him. <laughs> but
1: um, after that after that, Jacob Hester said he was. He messaged me on Twitter and said that he was literally on the ground for that whole segment, crying, laughing. And it was this is like the second segment that I had with Matt. And I was like, oh, my God. This is, if this is how it's going to go, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, I think but, I'll yeah, no, segment. it's just chicken cock. Just a funny thing. But the whiskey's good, actually. It's actually, yeah. It's
0: uh, $50, 55 too. something like that. $50, $55, bucks, yeah. Um,
1: it's, it's a good pour. So First time I've had it, so it's good. It is? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, 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 I contrary to everybody's belief you don't just drink I, all day we, we do i i probably drink more at work than i do at home which is probably foreign to a lot of people but when it's part of your job but you, you don't necessarily enjoy it all the time yeah um <laughs> no I, I honestly i get sick of tasting things sometimes it's just crazy that's as that sounds um i i don't even taste wine
0: anymore i rarely taste wine anymore i i was thinking about getting into wine a little bit Wine's more a whole different ball game. it is yeah. it's uh and it, I'm, I'm a big i'm a cab guy if i drink wine but yeah it's it's just different for me i i don't know i don't know if it's because I've, i'm used to drinking like a soda chilled or something like that and i always have ice with a bourbon but like it's so warm uh, so, so,
1: so it's a temperature thing for you i think it might you be. know and and my mom um shout out to my mom she lives in the neighborhood <laughs> too um she She only drinks white wine because she doesn't like drinking red wine at the temperature you're supposed to drink it at. Okay. Now, she she started to venture into chilled red wine a little bit, um, Mm -hmm. but, yeah, sometimes it's a temperature thing for people.
2: What is your thoughts on the chilled red wine? Because it always blows my mind when i see people drop a few ice cubes in a cab or something I'm well
1: like, uh, you're not supposed to do no that. i know
2: that it, it blows and, my mind
1: and, and and you know those uh they have those life hack things that you see on facebook like these stupid videos kitchen hacks and all this shit
2: the it, ice it, rods and everything yeah but
1: what you're supposed to do with red wine if you want to chill it and it's not chilled already for you you freeze red grapes and
2: drop them in yeah and it doesn't affect the flavor. Oh, no.
0: okay. Got gotcha. you. They,
1: they, they, they freeze. They're, they're going to thaw, but they're not thawing into water. Right, right, right. I mean, I'm sure you're getting a little moisture from the grape or whatever. But right. if you freeze the grapes and you put them in your wine, well, I, I don't I don't know if everybody knows this, but wine is grapes.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <I know. laughs>
1: that's that's why they brought an expert on the show today. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I appreciate the I fact that we were just going to talk about bourbon. Yeah, I thought I appreciate the fact that the first 3 well, minutes I, here we talking about I say, wine.
1: <laughs> I say wine is grapes, actually Louisiana wine is mostly not grapes. Yeah. So, uh and it's horrible and sweet. Um but yeah, wine is grapes and so it naturally it, it, people don't think to do that if if you freeze grapes you can put them in your in your red wine. Okay. Uh
0: speaking of Louisiana, I I heard you talk about this on the Scone show today. Um and I I commented to him that Sugarfield uh, you yeah. went out there recently right yeah. i met with uh drew over there too so yeah andrew salto and yep. his brother I, I can't remember his
1: brother's name I've, I, I uh
0: i know i know you're talking about he's, he's a, a doctor he, yeah he's
1: an ob at. um i think he's an, an, he is a um what do you call the the preemie the uh, preemie babies um
2: premature babies
1: no, no 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 but but he 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 works in the the preemie tiny event. babies, tiny babies the NICU he is a NICU doctor gotcha, gotcha. okay he's a NICU doctor and I, and I don't know how anybody anybody could do that job oh I know that's rough <sighs> that's and they make
2: spirits rough. in their spare time
0: um
2: he, yes. or he's a part owner
1: the,
0: the brother is doing it full-time
2: yeah, and yeah Andrew's
1: and, doing it full-time and his and brother his is the brother one that's is like eventually okay. going to start doing it full-time because I think he wants to get out of the
0: they would love to retire and be in yeah. like a distillery and he's
1: a, he's a fairly young guy but I that job has to be very very stressful
0: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Very
1: stressful, and um, I, bourbon's a little more relaxed. And But, but, but they're not only doing bourbon, they're Hell doing yeah. uh, rum. I know they produce or get the Matador vodka, mm-hmm. um, which I think we sell. We used to sell. I don't know if we have any right now, but um, it's also a local thing. I
0: walked through the whole back with him. Uh, gin, rum, um, a lot of rum, actually. Yeah. A lot of different flavored rum because he's getting a lot of uh, local – Um, Yeah. And and he's getting like local, uh, he'll do like a a Satsuma rum and Satsuma, you know, different, whatever he can get his hands on, he'll, he'll turn it into a, like a craft cocktail, um, you know, spirit. If
1: if, if first, I mean, the distillery is is a professional operation. I've, I've been there. Uh, It's just a mini Kentucky distillery. So, so, so they're doing it right. And rum naturally is the spirit that Louisiana should be producing because we have so much sugar of sugarcane. Yeah. Yeah, I Absolutely. mean you, you can make rum from sugarcane. Uh, but and, and I say that there are a lot of rum producers in Louisiana. Yeah. Um you got uh Cane Land which now is 3 roll that's in Baton Rouge. Um you got Bayou and Lake Charles which is a big time uh thing now. And right. and, and there's a few more um rums but r- r- rum is, should be the natural spirit of the state. Yeah.
0: I love that bourbon, uh, field bourbon, and it's different. Um, it, I, I, I could easily, see it's not for everybody's taste. Yeah. I've tasted it, and you know, it's funny. I was doing my podcast, and I have four roses right next to it, mm-hmm. which is just a go to for me, too. Um, and I was, I poured some of the sugar field first, and I took a sip of it, and I was like, huh, I, I don't know, this doesn't taste right. And I tasted the four roses, and I'm like, okay, that's yeah. what I am used to. I, I just think it's my palate. I felt the probably. same way, about.
2: The, I did the Cane Land tour. Um, a while back yeah mainland has one as well and i felt the same way when i tasted they have a bar. bourbon yeah mm-hmm. i think they have a bourbon yeah okay i
0: didn't know that i We've got um, it that was
2: after i tasted a bunch of rums but still I yeah the right same so, way. It just, yeah. it's different it's a little it's,
1: different uh it's called uh is it omfb yeah old right. mississippi floated bourbon yes um which it's they floated the barrels from kentucky to uh baton rouge on the mississippi river supposedly
2: do do you know the logistics of how that (laughs) that sounds like it's an intense operation
1: that's actually a really good question because i've literally sat there and thought about how the hell they did that (laughs)
2: right what I wonder I'm how the tugboats is, get up and down the river, let alone a bunch of barrels of whiskey. I'm
1: thinking it's just like a corral in the river um, with barrels floating on it. I would have yeah. loved – they should – they they missed a really good opportunity, and I don't even know if they were involved with the process of actually getting the barrels here, a really good opportunity to, like, you know, film or take pictures of how the hell they did that.
2: Yeah, I'd watch that um, documentary. Because in the, our mind, we think that they're, like, click-clacking down the river, but really right? it's probably just – submerged in the water between two barges or something and it's right you know, like slow like, like in
1: some kind of corral or yeah. something like that but um, i want to
2: see them like washing up and click clacking off the rocks
1: yeah i mean <laughs> I, or they could have just thrown them in and they just floated down they just got here <laughs> yeah. I, I have no idea i mean some people kayak from like minnesota to louisiana yeah. um all that's the, fucking the, retarded uh, <laughs> no
2: it happened i got a buddy i got a buddy that did it so uh, my buddy max zigbee who lives here in baton rouge um, he's a, uh, a video producer shout out, uh, loop theory studios is him, but, um, they actually did that and they, they filmed the whole thing, a documentary. They kayaked the entire Mississippi river. I've seen and that. Yeah. I, it's I, I, I don't know if it was
1: them, but I've seen people that do it that you got to be out of your mind to do yeah. that,
2: man. I mean, he told me some stories about like lightning storms and just crazy weather situations i cannot even imagine and then just big water i mean once you get in a big water i cannot imagine
1: it starts small up there but by the time you get down here and i mean even in the central part of the country missouri and all that it's uh i would not want to be in a kayak no
0: no no hey brent semino is in the chat we have a pitching duel so far uh ull and lsu are playing tonight brent give us a uh if if anybody can keep us up to 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 date with uh, what's happening in that game give us some little updates in the chat if you can um we are so tell me about Durante Jones and you' when whenever you saw his Instagram you saw these uh, pictures just start floating did you were you like oh hello
1: yeah well, uh, naturally first thing I thought was man I'm about to pick up a, a, another a good customer. client yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, has he that, made contact yet that, no I, I haven't talked to him and I uh,
0: have they started practicing? Um, they are doing some. I don't know if it's like official practice, or, yeah. but it's some workouts. Yeah.
1: I'm assuming he's in town. Yeah, yeah. oh, he's um, definitely in town. I'm, yeah. he I'm in town. assuming he's in, he's yeah. in town, and I'm assuming eventually <laughs> he would make his way to us, um, somehow. So, um,
0: I think everybody's trying to reach out to him right now. This is so true. I've, I I have reached
1: out to him, but I'm assuming he's going going to make it. I, look, I've I've met how I met Matt Moscona was. At Calander Supermarket, he was buying as whiskey. a client.
0: As right. a client,
1: right? Um, and I've met other people doing the same. I, I, I've, uh,
0: I've become actually, I've become really good friends with Greg McElroy. Okay. Um, yeah, because he'll come in town whenever he comes in town. He's a huge bourbon guy. Right? Yes, he's okay. a huge. We'll have to bourbon, get we'll have to get
1: McElroy on the podcast. Uh, um, he's a huge, huge bourbon guy, and he was coming through uh, SEC Network had an LSU game. Mm-hmm. I it was two years ago. And somebody came in the back and said, "Greg McElroy's in, in the store right now." And you are like,
0: "Wait, what?" I was like, "What?" That's like when I got a phone call from Cecil Collins, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "You're full of shit." Greg, uh, Greg McElroy is not in the store. Um,
1: and since then, I mean, we 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 obviously took care of him, and um, since then, they we've we've become friends. So that's awesome. Yeah, what that's a good buy?
2: connection. What was his preference? Do you remember what he wanted?
0: a lot. Oh, oh yeah all right he uh he walked in the back huh he got a tour of <laughs> Calandra supermarket so he
2: gets wild post game is that what you're
1: saying uh yeah 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 I mean, uh, greg's a good dude he uh, he, he, he just
0: likes peter bourbon. burns too um i've i've heard him and peter burns are both big bourbon guys yeah him. he uh, likes peter burns he, he, he's brought some of the
1: uh what's the guy that does the sidelines for him uh he, cole Kublick. not Kublik. it's the other guy with the glasses i can't think of his name oh
0: yet. um i know who you're talking about he does a lot of high school stuff too um shoot. and and another announcer for, but he, he's brought more
2: guys other guys through there
1: him. that's awesome i've met marcus spears through him um nice. and marcus is a good dude yeah um really, I, really I have I have a few
0: clients that, that know him really well, too, and they're Very just like, nice, he's just such genuine, a great guy. He, yeah.
1: he comes across that way on TV, and he really, really is. Uh, really, really nice guy.
0: Um, all right, so Andrew Pham in the chat says, uh, for some reason, I thought uh, Durante would be joining.
2: Oh, us, too. <laughs> gotcha. Full disclosure, well, we really did, too. Sorry, um,
0: you're going to have to we're settle on it. Yeah, you're settling for Taylor Calandro instead. We have reached out to Durante, to Durante Jones about his club. Uh we would love for Durante Jones to join his club. Um, we're waiting to hear back from him, Michael Bonnet, and LSU. And I probably will hear from LSU at some point <laughs> in some way. Um especially but,
2: if he decides not to join the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: but yeah, uh which
2: we
1: means w- Calandro Supermarket will be hearing from Michael Bonnet. That's right. Uh to-
0: Calandros and Bogies, you <laughs> see them side by side on our uh screen. They will both be hearing from LSU, I'm sure. Is that bats? That's
1: Mexican squealers. Yeah, uh, good
0: okay anyway um all right so (laughs) i just made that up (laughs) i don't know what that is uh so yeah we if anybody knows um durante jones or knows how to reach durante jones we would be very interested in him joining us um jackson in the uh, in the chat says helmer's home run i think he's lying to me um, yeah, that Will helmer's like probably in the lineup, and he's probably not hitting right sounds now. Like so that, that that ain't. How happening. is LSU baseball this year? <sighs>
1: um,
0: I'm not. I, I I
1: grew up playing baseball, so I'm not a big baseball fan. If that makes any sense, mm-hmm. um, I just can't stand. I I, th- I think baseball is a very boring sport.
0: I I, I hate Major League Baseball. Same. Um, can't get into co- it. College baseball. Playoff. I can Major get League into. Baseball
1: is legit, though. Yep.
0: Yeah, I, like agree, that, I, I
1: agree. I agree. The, the the playoffs are intense for Major League Baseball.
0: Yep. And I but, enjoy watching that. Um, LSU this year, I think the problem is, and it, this is all because of COVID, mm-hmm. uh, Major League Baseball draft was shortened last year. So there's a lot of kids that uh, came to college that normally would be in the minors because right. they would have gotten such a huge signing bonus last year. Um, so there's guys that are normally not in college, plus they gave all the seniors or everybody else an extra year of eligibility in college. And so a lot of those guys took it. So now you have five recruiting classes full of guys. They, they've also increased the roster limits. Um, so you can have a lot of guys on, on your roster, but you, you have guys that like Vanderbilt was the example that I was seeing the other day, which was the, they have this guy Kumar Rocker who was like the man last year. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, he oh, yeah. throwing like 100 miles an hour mm-hmm.
2: and a badass pitcher name. Oh,
0: well, Kumar. Yeah, God, that's great. Uh, Rocker uh, for the strikeout. Um, but they have another guy that just came in as a freshman, Jack Leiter, Al Leiter's son. Al Leiter played in the majors yeah. for like 20 years. Jack Leiter is throwing 100 miles an hour as a freshman and he would never have been on campus normally. Is he tall um, and lanky? Tall and lanky. He threw a three-pitch strikeout the other night. It was 99, 98, and 100. Lord.
1: He's not going to be there very long. Well, he's going to be there for three years. Uh, that,
0: I, I can't keep up with this that's stupid the stupid
1: eligibility rules. Yeah. I think in, I baseball, yeah, in baseball, it's three years. Well, either um, straight out of high school or correct. three years.
0: Yes, and okay. I, I think that's what okay. they should do for so basketball. Is, they should yeah, do that for basketball. Yeah, I agree. Basketball's got to change. But
1: basketball... They, they don't, you can't come straight out of high school, right? Uh, no, you not can't anymore. go out. Of, you do one that's
0: why it's one and done. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you had the option and you could do straight out of high school or you can be three years in college, how much better would that make college it's, basketball?
1: It, yeah. And for basketball, it's not even one and done. It's, it's a semester and done that's all it is is true yeah
2: this is true because the
1: second half of the year those guys could care less yeah i I, i've heard most of them don't even report to class or anything the second half of
0: no yeah absolutely ben ben simmons was completely checked out
1: yep uh when he he was checked out when he got here yes i don't think he
0: ever went to class he he looked lost (laughs) on the court um he
1: was one of the most frustrating LSU basketball players I think I've ever watched. I
2: agree. And they talk about people talk about the greats, and they mention him as like an LSU great. No. like not at all. Like He player, yeah, right? was a very
0: talented player.
1: He was one of the high, high highest recruits that LSU basketball has ever landed. He was. Yes. A, he was a landmark recruit. Blah blah blah. He could have cared less to play at I LSU. Agree.
2: Yep. He was looking Sorry. for the next thing. I agree. Because I
1: I love LSU football. Basketball is my second thing. Yep. So I'm kind of into basketball. My, my I am dad too. grew
0: up. I love basketball. I love 80s and 90s basketball. Yeah, all and, and I, I grew up going to games. I
1: love going to LSU basketball games. I, I I went to the Pelicans game Sunday. It was an awesome game,
0: too. Okay, so okay, yeah, you, you went and saw Zion. Went and um, saw
1: Zion, and they played Boston and went to overtime. They were down oh, 20. Fantastic game. That was a fantastic game. game dude. That was, was like a game. playoff game. It, it was. And, I mean, there was nobody in the stands, really. It was probably – I don't know what the Smoothie King Center's doing. It's like 10% maybe, and it seemed and like, like
2: 6,000 were... fans or something it like that. It didn't see. Yeah. It,
1: I don't think it was 6,000. It had to be two maybe.
2: They did a good job pumping in the crowd noise because I was watching at home. They I do was pump in the produced. crowd noise. I was. I, it sounded like it was a packed house. It yeah, was, but
1: awesome. uh, we we also – I mean, it, it, the fans there were loud. I mean, it was it was a good game. It, they, they were getting blown out in the third quarter, and then they came back, and I was like, there's no way they're going to win this game. They ended up winning the game. Yep. It was awesome. good
0: game. Uh, Chad uh, Vining says is Jones joining in uh, who wants to tell him uh, <laughs> coach Jones is not joining us tonight yeah. uh, if you know him and you want to invite him into his bourbon club please do so we would love to have uh, Durante Jones join us um, all right so what were some of the bottles that he had that were like okay this is very impressive yeah, what, collection what stood out to do you, you remember well he
1: from what I saw I'm gonna have to look at the Instagram picture again but I could tell. I, I can tell when it's an amateur mm-hmm. collection from, from somebody that has a lot of money.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And when it's somebody that has a lot of money, who knows what they're doing. Yes. Yep. Um. His collection went beyond, um, pappy and stuff like that. Yeah. He, I think he had some four roses limited edition small batches. Um. He he, he had hard to to get stuff. And it was but, in
2: quantity too. I feel yeah. like he had multiple bottles of.
0: Yeah. Good stuff. And I saw and, a
2: couple EH Taylor. I mean, well, I, was, I
0: saw not only that, but I also saw him going to restaurants and ordering really nice cocktails. And it yep. was like, okay, this is a guy who really appreciates. Right. And I, I think that's your difference is like guys who just collect. Um, just to collect. Yeah, because it's a cool thing to yeah. do, or guys who actually appreciate enjoy it, and, it. Yep. and enjoy it and open it. And we all talked that.
2: about that a few minutes ago. And that was something, me being the common man on this show, talking about bourbon was. The more and more I want to try some of these popular bottles, I laugh because so many of the bourbon enthusiasts you see on social media are talking about, oh, you know, blends. It's just not that good. You know, it's okay. It's overrated. It's not that good. Well, then why are you guys scooping it up all the time? Like, why can the common man who wants to get into bourbon not find the Weller 12 or the the E.H. Taylor or the blends if you guys are not? You know what I'm saying? It just it, it totally throws me off. I don't get it. So, um, but I'm sure you guys are dealing with that nonstop, on huh, Taylor.
1: Yeah, I mean, and like you mentioned, Blanton's, and it, it, it's Blanton's is a perfect storm of collectability, and the juice is decent. It's nothing I would chase after, and yeah. I don't think without the the horse and the collectability factor of the, the horses for Blanton's that it would be the way it is. Yeah.
2: That makes um, a lot of sense I think, think it's a
1: good single good. barrel yeah. bourbon. It is not worth chasing, right? To me, or the yeah, aftermarket
2: prices that people
1: it, pay for is it a marketing scheme? It's a marketing scheme, but I mean the juice is good though. I mean the juice is good. That I I do enjoy Blantons when I drink it. I, I, I think it's a decent pour. Now it's but like I said, I the, 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 there are bourbons on that sit on the shelf and collect dust that I think are better than bourbon than Blantons.
0: Yeah. Yes. So,
1: um, well,
0: it, it, it's kind of like the difference in, uh, Pappy's and Weller, like Weller 12. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love Weller 12, but it, it basically that's, it's almost the same thing. What's the differences between the two?
1: Yeah, so, so Blanton's Weller, uh, Pappy, they all come from the same place. Um, Weller 12 and Van Winkle Reserve 12, 12. year, yeah. um, is the same thing. It is literally the same thing it is just aged in a different warehouse basically okay yeah um with a different barrel char but it is the same thing it's the same thing (laughs) yep and i actually prefer weller 12 to um van winkle 12 year um
0: you can taste the difference in the two yeah
1: okay I, i can taste the difference in just about everything well yeah you're a pro I'm a pro. You got a refined. Product. um yeah. If if you ever want to taste the difference between things, and I know a lot of a lot of people don't get this opportunity, but like when we're choosing single barrel bourbons and we're choosing barrel picks for the store, and I've got six samples of the same exact bourbon in front of me, but they come from different parts of the warehouse or different warehouses in general. Some of them are night and day. Some of them are terrible. Yeah. Some of them are really good, but it's the same
2: thing what do you like? Like, what is, is it a sweetness? Is it a spiciness? Like, what is it that would make you choose one of the same over another?
1: When I'm choosing a barrel, all I have in the back of my mind is what the general public would like. Okay. Um, and what the general public likes for the most part from what I think. And, and my dad's totally different when it comes to this. Um, my dad chooses what he likes and what he likes is not what everybody likes. He's, he's, <laughs> He, he he doesn't put himself into like the common man's shoes, right? Um, we're snobby, he's snobby, um, but not everybody's like that. So, so what I'm looking for is something that's easy to drink generally. I'm also looking for something that's higher proof, which people say, Oh, it's higher proof, it can't be easy to drink. No, that's that's total, bullshit. yeah. Um, it, it's it all it, there's so many factors that go into bourbon. Bourbon, the juice itself is nothing for bourbon, if if you follow what I'm saying. The yeah. actual juice that goes into to the barrel has little to or nothing to do with how it's going to eventually taste. It all has to do with the age, the climate, where it's positioned in the rack house, because if you've ever been in a rack house... There's sweet have, spots, basically. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, and, and there are certain distilleries with certain sweet spots at certain rack houses. Like if you go to Jim Beam... They got rack houses spread out all over the place. Uh, there's, I don't know how many they have. They have hundreds of thousands of barrels aging at one time. And all the rack houses are split up different places. And the, and the way Jim Beam does it is actually pretty cool. We're real tight with the Jim Beam people. Mm-hmm. And the way that their rack houses, rick houses, rack houses are spread out on property, they're just random. Because if there's a natural disaster, they don't want them all to get swept out at one time so they're not lined up in this perfect line of building of warehouses they're spread out all over the property for that reason which i think
0: is genius yes absolutely so take us to all right give us some of the distilleries that you've visited you Um, know i
1: haven't been to a whole lot of different distilleries when we go to kentucky it's usually on suntory's dime which suntory owns uh, Jim Beam, uh, uh, Suntory's Japanese, and their whiskeys would that, that you would know are Yamazaki, Hibiki. Yes. Okay, um, yep. but they've. So, I, I
0: like Japanese whiskeys a yes.
1: good bit. Yep. I actually got asked that question today on Matt's show, um, and I the this last thing I said today that Japanese whiskey is if Scotch and bourbon had a baby. That's what I call Japanese whiskey.
0: So. <laughs> um. No, that's a great analogy. Yeah, that was um, one of the
2: questions I was going to ask was like, what's the height?" Because it's a little
0: smokier. It... I don't
1: know. Yeah, it's got like... some scotchy qualities, that smoky, medicinal, peatiness um, from the peat moss that they smoke off in Scotland. Okay. Um, but it also has that, that bite that bourbon has, mm-hmm. um, that caramelliness, the vanilla notes that you get from bourbon.
2: Okay, so somebody that, just said, that's a great segue to the question that I wanted to ask you. Go ahead. When people are talking about bourbon and they're, again, I'm the common man, so I'm just getting into this. But when we, people are describing bourbon, they got all these crazy words, we talk about peatiness and caramel and vanilla. What are your favorite words to what describe What is the stupidest the word
0: you've ever heard? Well, I'll described. tell you this the
2: stupidest word I have heard so far reading is chewy mouthfeel. So that chewy bourbon's got mouthfeel. kind of a chewiness to it. What does that sure. mean? Sure. And <laughs> what does that mean?
1: Chewy. Chewy would be um tackiness. Tackiness. So like because there's chewy and then there's oily. And
0: creamy. And creamy. And don't pee. <laughs> don't pee back there. I see y'all walking. Don't pee. No, we can't do that. We'll get kicked <laughs> off of YouTube quick. Um. So we
2: were at creamy. Creamy. Chewy, if you will. It's, it's
1: it's, stu- it's not stupid, but for a common <laughs> person, it's it's too much. Yeah. There, yes. But, like, if you've tasted enough, I've tasted way too much whiskey in my life. I can tell you when a whiskey is oily, it just coats your mouth, and it sticks to you, and it just goes down slow. A tacky, ta- a tacky <laughs> bourbon drinks like a like a red like a big cab a big meaty cab red wine and it just it's kind of in your mouth you know what i'm saying
2: it's funny you just said oily because i switched from the rabbit hole derringer the sherry the sherry finish to that old forester 1920 and i thinking about the word oily i I feel like it's sticking to my tongue a little bit more as as it compares well and,
1: and the reason the rabbit hole probably isn't that way so, so so you're saying the 1920 is is, is more is oily more tacky, feeling yeah. or, or, or more oily so that's the that it's finished in sherry, yeah, the, sherry the rabbit asked, hole yeah um and sherry is gonna have that tackiness i mean it's yeah. sherry sherry wants fortified wine but it right. is what sherry is so it's gonna have that tackiness it's an after dinner sipper whatever it is so so it has got but, a nice oaky afterbirth yeah, yeah. Afterbirth. Yes. Is that from um, Anchorman? It's from The Office.
0: I shouldn't. Oh, my God. That's a Michael Scott line. Somebody's going to kill me because I didn't know that. Because you didn't know The Office reference? Uh, the, oh, my the yeah. My wife Office, will kill
2: me. Shout out my wife. The, the, she the, will the, kill me for not
1: knowing that Office the, quote. The, 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 I should have known that. The the, the Scotch and Splenda. Scotch and Splenda. <laughs> the, the, that is my favorite TV show of all time.
0: Yeah. Mine, too. Hands it
2: down. is. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: God, it's good. 100%. Yep. There's the, it's the one where all right, um, Jack, uh, Cheryl, and Jack, yeah. Jack will play will uh, play office roulette, where oh. he'll go on uh, Netflix and he'll pull up the off. Well, it's not on Netflix anymore.
2: Find one. And well, he'll just
0: he'll just close his eyes and like scroll until yep. and then he stops and then whatever episode that's that's, that's the, the greatest, episode that they watch.
2: sometimes you want to watch it before you go to bed and just relax. You can't pick
0: except if you get to the last season. Like yeah, if it lands on the last season, trash. that sucks, bro. Yeah,
2: trash. It's trash the middle's the best yeah, yeah once
0: yeah, yeah once michael leaves like yeah. it's it's time to like the,
2: the few the, the couple beginning will Ferrells, i get a, I get, yeah, a, they're not I get a couple little chuckles there's a there. few andy
0: ones too maybe. Yeah, like.
1: andy, andy is uh it, well ed Hel ed helms uh, i just the, the, the character just it just didn't play it didn't get you no yeah it's nah, sure. he plays the character well what he's supposed to be just a kind of an arrogant uh like hoity-toity. Hoity-toity, yeah. Ivy League, whatever. But it just did not play well with the show. Now, Robert California,
0: oh. uh, James Spader <laughs> is best.
1: unbelievable. I-, I think he's unbelievable. The, the yeah,
0: scene where he, um, where he actually interviews oh, and he's like God. in their head. And, and like he's oh, it's basically great, yeah. yeah that's the best that's the best scene <laughs> ever the, the
1: casting the cast of people they got to do that 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 interview process yes. was pretty good ray romano jim carrey yeah um it, it was pretty uh warren buffett they had warren yeah buffett warren buffett too. joined
0: in. <laughs> <laughs> they got uh what's his name from uh the original office uh to zoom in yeah in oh, i can't remember his oh, name. what's his name you know the british guy mm-hmm. the british uh, guy fantastic with the golden globes oh, god damn it he's funny too Yes, he is good. I can't remember um, his name though. So uh, yeah, we me. can talk about the office
2: for oh days. I, I could right. talk
0: about the office. All right, so all right, all so, all right here's happy. what you want to talk about. You want to talk about golf, and you want to talk about the office. Yeah. Um. Sorry, so, I I'm going to we're our, we're going to take our podcast to a golf tournament in not this not this weekend but next weekend uh, in Lafayette, um, Casada Pines. Uh, that's probably more like is it mid? I don't even know where that is. Mid uh Lafayette Lake Charles I don't even know yeah,
2: I think it's a little bit past Lafayette.
0: okay Sam Bacon's in the chat so he'll yeah. know but we're gonna go and we have to like uh we're gonna interview guys on the course we're gonna be doing some live like commentating like his butt I don't know if he's gonna make it oh, he's so he's gonna choke
1: is is this for the corn fairy tour
0: no this is for uh the basil invitational so it's is uh college high
2: school? high school high school
0: yeah so it's gonna okay. be a lot of high school uh coaches uh going and we're gonna interview some kids um, do like Future. a little high school thing. Yeah, it's going to be one team. One, they have no idea what they're getting themselves yeah. into with me. Uh, we may ask them, hey, what was your first date like? Oh, man. Things like that. You know, uh, who are you going to prom with? Uh, you
2: so know. We're really trying to shake them up What should look
0: like? <laughs> I could ask them anything. Um, but, yeah, yeah, we'll shake it up. Uh, but I, I'm going on that. That. But I haven't played golf in a bit. My back is killing me. My, well, I got I get injections in my back, so my back's actually pretty good right now. But I can't ever hit the ball like solid.
2: There's no injection, unfortunately. That'll fix that.
0: Uh, it's nope. not solid, but it's like I can hit the ball solid, but I can never get distance.
2: You a slice guy? You a hook guy? Not,
0: I I've straightened it out now, but it just doesn't go far. It's What's your problem. handicap? Uh, twenty. Oh, okay. yeah. Whatever whatever number you want to give it, I don't know. Okay. Limitless. Limitless. Yes. 20 to, Twenty to thirty in that range, you know. I
2: just like to ask. People. Under so you drink a lot on the golf course.
0: Yes, okay. that's the yeah. that's the problem. I think is that I want to drink and I want to take um, my pain medication and all that, and then it I'm vibe. I'm loosey goosey back nine.
2: Okay, so so you get better with drinking. Well, versus...
0: yeah, it's like darts and like okay. billiards no, so he, and he gets, all that. You get better in your head. So right. you so you basically <laughs> you
1: basically. I I've, I've got friends like this. I don't drink on the golf course cuz I'm way too competitive to drink on the golf
0: course. Okay. Bingo. So, you too? Same. Oh,
1: I don't even want to play. People think I'm crazy, but <laughs> so I so most of my friends play like number 1 through number 8 and then they'll sit out until like number 14. I mean, they'll hit a couple shots here and there and then and then they'll finish around the strong and make a birdie on like 16 and the round's over with.
2: And somehow they shot an 82. And you owe them money, and you're like, yeah, "What? Yeah. What? What happened just now?"
1: <laughs> that, and they made double on every hole, but they only hit the ball like twice, right, right? Out of bounds.
2: Yeah. Oh my god. But
1: most of my friends like that, but I enjoy playing with people like that. I I, I do have friends that I play with that are really really good golfers, yep. um, that I enjoy playing with too. But most of the time, I play with golfers
0: that are that are just fun to be around and just my friends. That's
2: basically. what it's about. Not
0: not great and like put you to shame kind of golfers. Like, what's your handicap? I'm a six. Ooh, single <sighs> nah, screw guy. you, brother. Oh my God. Get out of here.
1: Man. And I've gotten it down That's why to we gave three. The but I just don't have enough time to play golf anymore. But I, I play with guys that are plus handicaps wow. sometimes so that have played that were professional golfers. and Who were who those guys? Uh, oh, Greg Berthelot. Okay. He went to Catholic High. Yeah. Um, John Peterson at all? I played with John before. Um, we're gonna get that. John
0: on. Um, we're with Bogies being the sponsor. Bogies is big with John Peterson, so we'll get John on. Awesome. Um, we're gonna be live at Bogies. I don't know if we won't even say that next week. Maybe. so. You want to try to do that? I'm in. Live at Bogies. Um, uh, if we can remember our time at Bogies, I'll be the first member yeah, of being out. at Bogies. <laughs> Yeah, Like walking in and leaving at bogeys? I haven't been to bogeys in a long time. Man, everybody's got a bogey story, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, what's unfortunately. Your, what's your worst bogey story? Jeez. Oh I'm no, not saying that on...
2: <laughs> we cannot go there.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, no. We
1: I, I've done some stupid shit in and around LSU and Tigerland.
2: <laughs> oh, that's a fact.
1: Stupid. I, I, I will tell one story. LSU was... <laughs> I was probably too old for this shit, too but lsu like last year no this was probably 12 when, when did Tradavius white play uh
2: 2015 LSU? something like that. yeah about say 2013 14 maybe
1: okay so that was i was too old for this
2: oh no, no, no. you're right 15 yeah so i'm 32 I mean, yeah. now
1: so that ooh, i was in my mid-20s so this was after College days and everything, and
0: there's no business for you being
1: in Tigerland. No, I wasn't even in Tigerland. I was in the new Taco Bell next to Tigerland. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, the Taco Bell. Right yes, there, I know. Next dark, to Mellow Mushroom yep. and his, yeah. his and all that. So this was actually, I was way too old to be acting like this. But Tre'Davious White was in the Taco Bell. This was the McNeese game when he played there, and it rained like I've never oh, seen it rain yeah. before. I don't know if y'all remember was that, that the one game. that was delayed,
2: yes. delayed, a bunch, and then they
0: finally just said we're not, doing we're, we're not we're doing just, it. Yeah, done. we said like, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. McNeese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The McNeese game. Yeah, McNeese. Yeah, I, me and Summer went. All right,
2: I, I was there. Here's the problem,
0: <laughs> uh, Summer. My wife will never go to an LSU game because, because, of that because one? no, no, no. Well, first it was more like you know, uh, I gotta. I mean, it's gonna be all day. We're gonna be tailgating. I'll be sweating. Sounds like my mom. I gotta like, I gotta like, <laughs> be all done up and everything because everybody else is done up and all that and like. And so I finally got her to a game, and I get her out to that one. That and I go with my friend Brandon's in the chat. So I go with Brandon and his wife, and we go, and all of a sudden it's rained out, and we're walking back, and it's a storm uh, that we've never seen before, and she it, will never dude, go back to a it game, unless rained, it's the sweets.
1: It rains so much. I, I, I remember fleeing the stadium. I was fleeing, yeah. uh, and I was so I was very drunk, fleeing the game. Soaking wet and it started raining so hard. I, I could not even walk in the it rain. It was bad. I, I went and hit, got under one of the oak trees next to the stadium. <laughs> and I was huddled under the branch, just trying to stay warm. I was just trying to survive at that point. And I think everybody was, but anyway, we, 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 ended up at the Taco Bell. Uh, which is always an awful decision. And Tredavious White and his little brother were there. And, um, I was like, oh, it's Tredavious White. And I was drunk. And I said something to him, and his little brother, who was bigger than him, because Tredavious is not a very big guy. His little brother's in high school. I think he was actually a big time football recruit, too. I can't remember his name.
0: Devin he, White. No, no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I thought about that. Like when Devin White signed I'm like, is this that guy? Wait, is that the guy that, is that, the that dude got, that got almost in kicked my face? In the Taco that, Bell? <laughs> that, I said
1: something to Tredavious and he thought I was being an ass. And his brother got in my face. We almost got into it. And, and, and inside Taco Bell, and I'm waiting on food. Um, but that, that that's one of my Tigerland drunk stories.
0: <laughs> oh, that wasn't that bad. No, nah, it wasn't that bad. I thought it was gonna be really. I've worse got than that. F- far, far worse stories that I can't. Yeah, play. I was always the guy. So I was, I was the little guy. Oh, well, not little, but like I, I remember going to Tigerland <laughs> with a friend of mine, Kevin Jones, and he played it. He played it Is uh, that in high State school. With me. brother? No, I wish it was. Kevin the realtor. Kevin the realtor, Kevin the realtor Jones. <laughs> yes. Mike Mike Havlin's in the background saying, "Hey, my, realtor, realtor guy, uh, yeah." So Mike Havlin, realtor, uh, shout out right here. You got a little uh, ad plug work here, yeah. So, um, all right, my, uh, realtors are all about self promotion. Yeah, they are. Oh, oh my god. god hey, wh- what you want to you want to come step out in front of the camera? Dare we again? say shameless yeah, self promotion? Yeah. Let's uh, go. So Kevin Jones was with me. Kevin Jones is Kevin Jones is huge, right? Oh uh, yeah. So I went to high school with him. I grew up with Kevin. Um Kevin, uh we I decided to take him to t- Tigerland. We go out to uh, we go to the Tiger Bar and we go to Fred's. And um I was single and he knew I was single and what Kevin would do, Kevin's a, like he's 6'6 uh 250 just full of muscle. And Kevin was like grabbing girls and just saying, "He would like to date you." He would like to. He and would that like went to, over swimmingly. Yes, and uh, it, it didn't matter. Uh, Freds mostly. Uh, we we kind of skipped around Tigerland that day. Shout out bogeys. Yeah, bogeys. <laughs> we may have gone to bogeys. I don't remember. You never remember going to bogeys. No. Yeah. Like bogeys is like the last one. You just don't even remember walking. <laughs> I walk. I walked in there the other day and I went into the patio, and I was like, "How long has this patio been here?" And he's like, "Oh, it's been here for forever." Years. You've never and been I go, on the
1: patio. I,
0: if I have, I just don't remember.
2: It truly was his last stop of the night because it, he never it, even. I don't remember the, the patio. They have the
1: wraparound yeah.
2: benches outside. I Dude, yep. been a this is thing. the first
0: time. It was a couple of days ago. This is the first time I've ever been on boat in bogeys dr- sober. I've yes. never been in bogeys sober before. It's weird
1: life. going into because I've <laughs> I've gone into places because of my job in the middle of the day, and it's weird Getting, right? going into some of these
0: places in the middle of the day. Like what the hell? Yeah, this is what it looks like. No. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I just don't remember it like this. No. Uh-huh. I remember it uh, like I, I was at, I was standing on the uh, stage, and apparently that was where Gronk like was uh, like twerking on the stage at <laughs> bokies Like, it's weird. It's just I, I don't notice it without a I million can't people you've in ever been
2: there. on the patio though. That's I probably
0: have. I just don't remember. Yeah. I, that was the thing. I was like, I walked out there. I was like, I just don't remember any of this. And I, I, I think that's the that's the that's the case. But we would go out and he was trying to set me up with girls and it didn't matter if they had boyfriends or not mm-hmm. and he would grab the girl and he would say he would just like push them towards me and that turned into a big fight i but don't thankfully, believe you. what that you don't believe that i'm joking
1: a big fight
0: yeah it, but that 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 you 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 thankfully can't go
1: to tigerland bogie's any of them I, and, and I don't know how it is now with cell phones and everything and people taking videos. But when I was in college, and I'm 32 now, but when I was in college, there was all-out brawls every brawls. single Oh, for sure. T- it did not matter the day of the week. There was going to be a brawl somewhere. There, was bra- there were brawls
2: without beef. It was just brawls that yeah. like, had yeah. to happen yeah, before just, the end of the We're night. just
0: drinking,
1: and yeah. we, we got to fight somebody. Yeah. Kevin Kevin place.
0: was just was so much bigger in, than everybody and was just like, thank God he's with me right yeah. now. But I had to bring him out, and then he slept it off my house. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was bad. I've got
1: PTSD from some some of those places, just from some of the things that I've seen yep. at those places. Guys getting rammed into doors
2: like, uh, like oh. hogs, like – and brick there. walls. Did y'all see the video of the Oklahoma wide receiver that got oh, yeah. picked the fight with the MMA guy? I mean, Lord have yeah. mercy. In the
1: bathroom. In the bathroom. Those people just trying to relieve themselves at the urinals.
2: And there was plenty of urine <laughs> all over the floor. Too. And and was, I can't uh, imagine getting my face knocked tar,
1: out. Bar tar and vomit all over the floor. The floors. Oh. And pee-pee or whatever else was on the yep. floor. And guys just innocently trying to just pee at the bar. <laughs>
2: When It was Stone Cold Savage, though. That <sighs> video the, 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 the two guys that were MMAs they're, they're talking oh. back and forth. And you looks at his friend and says, Which already bleeding from his nose? And he says, Which one do you want? Yeah, and I'm like, I cannot think of something Bro. more savage than looking at your best friend I, I, and being like, Bro, which one do you want? Let's go. And then they both absolutely took them down. anybody
1: standing there that 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 heard that and saw that should have been like okay this is a terrible (laughs) idea because they're deciding who they want to go after
2: yeah Yeah, Uh, that that would
1: have been my cue to just be like all right guys we messed up here we're we're bigger guys but i got to get out of here but
2: it was kind of beautiful though because you got the big jock dudes that are like just like you could see their neck veins bulging and within 15 seconds they're both licking up the floor on it the doesn't top, matter like, how it, it
1: doesn't matter how big you are nope it, if you got if you're if you're going to get somebody who has experience like that you're going to get taken down every yeah. time and, and and they did and it was, it was uh, incredible. Dude, and they just
0: wailed
2: wailed it was ugly. It,
0: it, i think the video ends too too short i,
2: I oh yeah you wanted, I wanted to, to, to see, see the, the dudes thing? come up and be like what just happened
0: yeah i don't think they came
1: i up, had no. to take a shower after i watched that video yeah it was, yeah, it was they rough. were just rolling around in that shit on the floor i don't god knows what was on that they floor. just
0: smelled like piss and
2: like <laughs> oh no Jail and it's like that night. all
0: right now this guy everybody knows who this guy is right right he uh he, i cannot imagine the shit he that's was a holder on that the, he was a holder video. he was or i guess he was a he, reserve one, one, one wide, one receiver. Was a wide receiver yeah oh i thought he was a backup quarterback
1: I think he was a backup receiver. You might wide yeah, right. receiver. Yeah, he transferred Slash from Liberty. Holder.
0: Liberty to. Oh, you got uh, a scoop. Yeah, he, he transferred. Oh, yeah,
1: one team, one podcast. He doxed the guy already.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. But Liberty to Oklahoma. So Liberty, good Christian school, good Christian boy. Um, not a good fighter. Sure. Yeah, not a good fighter. Uh, knows how to talk shit, but and, that's but about he, it. He, he's a holder. He's he holds. That's That was what his position was
1: listed on most of the tweets that I saw. The holder for the Oklahoma football team. You know, he's like, oh, I play football in Oklahoma, but he failed to mention that he was the holder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess it's a big deal to make the Oklahoma football. Whatever. I, wouldn't, so,
2: I wouldn't mind man. making that holder money in the NFL. Right, come on, now. But oh I, yeah, but,
1: but I don't. I, I don't think that. I don't think you make the NFL being a holder. I don't think you. are a your holder. You're you just like a backup, yeah, like hunter <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, yeah. but in Thomas Armstead,
2: hold.
0: The, the I think pick. he does. Yeah. Um, I, I think like what long, you want to do, yeah, you, long snappers, yeah, so be the way you yeah. want to be a snapper. Yeah. Um, shout yeah, out, that's about shout it. Shout out the uh, Blake the Ferguson. Fer- yeah, the Ferguson, Ferguson, Bokies. Shout out Bokies. Um, we're gonna get. We might be able to get Blake
2: Ferguson. Man, that'd be great. I mean that those dudes are living the life. I mean, you have got to K,
0: KJ Malone.
1: You know KJ, right? I met KJ um like a month or two ago, actually.
2: Yeah,
0: we've had KJ on the podcast on One Team One podcast, and then Carl Malone made a guest appearance and a Zoom call, which yes, was indeed. fantastic. Um, so Carl, uh, Carl has a rum, yes, El Leon or. Elion e I forget um, yeah um I can't remember the I name. told him I was a bourbon guy he I, I wanted him to come down we'll, we'll do like a cigar night we'll do it at bogey's because apparently I talked to Clayton at bogey's he has uh KJ comes there and he sells him cigars mm-hmm. and he'll sell him uh his rum and whenever he bought it um he got a knock on the door and he opened it and it was carl malone actually delivering the that's run awesome. so so yeah so the they, mailman they, uh, <laughs> they delivered
1: they have uh distributorship out in ruston I've, yeah uh, carl's from that area yeah let's uh it. homer i think he's from homer he's from north of ruston which is almost arkansas and actually my in-laws have a family farm that's in homer it's five miles from El Dorado, Arkansas. anyway so but they own a distributorship called pf Imports. we just started yes. working with them yeah. And they actually carry a bourbon uh from a guy in New Jersey, Mike. His name is Mike, I can't remember his last name, but it's Penelope bourbon. Mm-hmm. It's really
0: good is stuff it? too. Okay. Yeah. I, I wanna yeah. get I so that was another one I was trying to get was uh PF importers to kind of be a, a partner with this. So I'll reach out to KJ about that. Yeah,
1: and and Carl's got um the cigars and and yeah big cigar guy but i've had a
0: few of them i just ran out of my last one i smoked my last one the other day um but that was the joe burrow cigar yes
2: indeed so he was was actually uh,
1: delivered
0: all those cigars to
1: they they made their way to the field i'm sure uh kj had something to do with that i'm sure um (laughs) but 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 i met kj two months ago they came presented to us um their new distributorship dad's rum cigars and, and kj was a
0: super super nice guy
1: Yes, Super nice guy. he's
0: so good. Um, Yeah, we'll have him a part of this, too, because I would love to have him. How's the rum? The rum's good. I've heard it's very good. It's, I haven't um, had it yet. Uh, I saw it at Calandro's the last time yeah. I was there. And, it, and we actually,
1: right now, we have boxes that it comes in uh, that are signed by him.
2: Oh, nice. Oh. So. I'll that's have have to, a pretty I'll cool pick, grab I'll, pick, yeah. I'll come and pick
1: that up yeah that's for sure like a nice yeah, grab. We, we, we got like five cases so what is I, the
2: rum is it a light rum is it a dark rum it's, it's an aged dark, rum
1: yeah um i think it's from the dominican republic yes okay. that's correct um and man i loved aged rum aged rum is my jam that's 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 what i drink when i'm at home usually is aged rum diplomatic okay yeah Diplomatico four square um yeah, that's what I need jam. to start
0: getting into that more because I've noticed that I, I like the sweeter bourbons anyway. So I need to start getting into that. I think that would probably be my next step. I right? should have brought a bottle of like Foursquare here instead of whiskey.
2: We can do a rum spinoff. I mean, that's easy.
0: Yeah. Well, Durante <laughs> Jones Rum Club.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, 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 uh,
1: uh, uh, H <laughs> what rum, does he care? Age uh, uh, Rum is like the Jake it's Pete's got Rum Club <laughs> qualities,
0: but it's, it's sweet. It's sweet. And that's why I like it. <laughs> Jake Pete's Rum Club. Uh yeah, we'll have to do a spinoff on Jake Beats. Um all right, let's talk about LSU. Um I know you I know you want to talk about LSU a little bit, Taylor. Um tell me about what you thought about this last year for football. Um and kind of where where are you thinking we're gonna go for this year?
1: Man, this last year weird. was weird. Yep, very mm-hmm. weird. And the Pelicans, I I went to the I told you I went to the Pelicans game on Sunday. Yep. And I think that was my first sporting event I've been to since all of this started. I can't think of another sporting event that I've been to.
0: You didn't go to a game last Did year? Did not go to an LSU I didn't, I didn't game. either. Me neither. Either. And I've
1: didn't been go- like consistently. I because, it's- I mean, my, my in-laws are huge tailgaters. Yep. They have a huge tailgate under the PMAC. And we do tailgating why the hell would we go to football games if you can't tailgate? Exactly, I know. What's the point?
2: Well, and and the atmosphere of Tiger Stadium is unlike anything else, but really if you got stuff. whatever it was, 10,000 fans, it's, it's it just, just doesn't the feel the same. Yeah, it doesn't feel and, the
1: same. And, and, and the reason I talk about the Pelicans game I we went to Sunday, it just was not the same. No. I, I wasn't crammed in a seat, I, I had, which was nice. I had the whole, Me and my buddy had the whole road to ourselves. Um, but still, it just did not feel like a sporting event. I mean – I'm not going to get into the politics of having a mask on and all that bullshit,
0: but it just doesn't feel right. I've heard baseball this year, LSU baseball, feels a little more normal.
2: because Is it early season, though? Yeah, because it's it's 25%
0: capacity, so you have 25 uh, people there. um, And it feels like a normal midweek kind of uh, crowd anyway. Um, So that's why it probably feels a little a little yeah. normal yeah, but
1: baseball they don't <sighs> ever really pack the, i mean they do pack the house for big sec for a series. big a big right. weekend series yeah. on a friday night they right. would but and they do but it's still not it's still yeah. not the same as football i agree oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: football's
0: weird um
2: well, and, and and what it looks like i saw a tweet today that um lsu sent a, a message out to students talking about it being normal for the fall, so it looks like classes are going to start being more normal for the fall. Yeah, and so I'm thinking we're we may be approaching some more normalcy when it comes to capacity. Hopefully, in the next couple months, and we can get back to what we're doing. You know.
0: Yep. Um. I think. Uh, you know. I, I I saw something today about Texas A&M led the like the nation in attendance. So yeah. Texas apparently is. Yeah. The the restrictions are a lot less in Texas than what they were. Here. It was in Florida. No, Texas A no. and M was yeah. like it was um, after
2: the Texas A and M Florida game when Dan Mullen started kind of he was yapping off a about little bit it. about how many fans were he in was pissed
0: he was pissed because Florida uh, regulations were a lot less than what Texas A and M was. Texas Texas apparently was able to like do whatever they wanted. Well,
1: and yeah. A and M you got to remember all the cadets too. So they're probably some kind of deal with loophole. the cadets. Yeah. That...
0: I, I saw an army game. Same thing. It was hmm. like early in the season where everybody was seemed like they were all together. Yeah, um, they were all around each other, and they maybe it was because of their testing protocols. Probably were still stringent yeah. enough to where they were allowed to do that. Yeah. I, I don't really know the rules. I'm sure, there was that. some loophole, but there. yeah, there was something with that that was just kind of like out of normal. Where it was like yeah. Texas A all of a sudden. Like that Florida game, that had, uh, they They hold probably hundred grand. I mean, hundred thousand people in that stadium. They probably had seventy five.
2: It was wild. I remember watching on TV because that was, was like right like, kind of in the midst of or in the beginning of this. Like, how weirdness. does that happen? I was like, this is just doesn't look right. No, absolutely not. <laughs> and as much yeah. as I, I uh, Dan Mullen's comments can get under my skin, I was like, I kind of see where he's he's a little pissed on that. Yeah, I but I don't it. I don't even I don't know how he can be pissed because Florida is pretty wide
1: open. Yeah. 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 yeah Rob, Rob, the the government, the governor over there. He's he's got yeah. that place. Oh, yeah. Open. My oh, yeah. uh, my sister went to Miami a couple weeks ago, and she said it it was wild. It was rocking.
2: Yeah, I've heard the same thing. So yeah, uh,
1: and, and and but Dan Mullen just bitches about everything as it is.
2: That guy, yeah, I um I have some feelings about him. I I, I just can't, uh, can't nothing. Dan Mullen, yeah, the, he's kind
0: of a prick, bro. The, the, no, he's
2: a prick, but it's like the comments, the post game. He's a he's blamer. a crier. He's a crier. He's a crier yeah. like Jimbo.
1: Um between the two of them I, yeah. I don't know who i hate more I, I i hate both of them way more than nick saban right and, and sure nick, nick saban has just made my personal life miserable for the last yep I yeah. don't know how many years i'm just <laughs> used to disappointment yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah we've come to accept it though we've come yeah. to accept but he, it but, but,
1: but nick's not an ass <laughs> right when it comes right. to winning right he just wants to win period in a discussion yep. he's not gonna rub it in your face yep he's, he's just better he's yep. just better what he, he said if you always... want
2: people to like you sell ice cream yeah. I mean, it's, it's I get it. I totally get it. But now it's also come to the point where people are like, oh, you know, Bama's in the championship game again. You know, who do you want to win? you want Bama again? I, I can deal with the Saban legacy. I can deal with the dynasty. I can deal with the greatness now way more than I want to deal with anybody else, especially like in, Iowa, in Ohio State.
1: Yeah, but yes. the, you know? the, I think there's light at the end of the tunnel with Nick Saban. For sure. Uh, he's getting older. For sure. He, everybody gets older. Yep. And – my only fear is if Dabo decides that he, okay, yeah. I'm going to take the reins.
2: Well, that was my next question was, do you think there'll be continuity at Alabama post Saban? Like, does that legacy, other than the recruiting, because we, we understand that he's going to so have powerhouse recruiting. The,
0: the, the rumor has always been that when Saban leaves, Dabo Sweeney's right. taking the job. Which is a scary thought. And but D- D- Dabo played football there, he did, right? I, But most but, people don't know that or realize that, right? But but is Clemson built up enough and that he knows that he's in the ACC? Will he even leave that? Like, True. I, I think it's, I think that's a better job. Look at for, the schedule for Dabo yeah. to stay at Clemson. He can make the same money and yep. then he can automatically be basically be in the playoffs every year with a yeah. good yeah. team. And right. he he's got three, it built up. That why that why would top, he yeah.
1: leave and come to the SEC West? what, what in my opinion, what's saving the makes look easy just coasting through the sec every year yeah is not easy
0: no
2: I absolutely agree. he just
0: makes it look very easy he's got a system in place to where he it, it's no holds barred he knows exactly what he's going to do and um he skirts that recruiting system so well i, I have people texting me all the time uh, like i'm in the know or something but people are texting me all the time asking me how, how is it how is alabama able to sign 27 kids this year when the limit was supposed to be 25 excuse me and the year before they they signed more than 25 right because typically it's like you sign less than 25 you can make it up the next year exactly but if it's year after year it's because he's like gray shirting guys he's there's something called blue shirting now there's all these weird things that he's able to skirt it and he's able to take anybody he wants he, at this point.
1: He knows what he's doing. The the, the the thing, the observation I make about Saban that I think sets him apart from every single, this is just my opinion too, that sets him apart from every other coach in the country is he can sit in a five-star living room and tell them they're
0: going to sit Yep. The yeah. First year or the first two years, and, and they still will still come.
2: come. You damn right. Yeah,
0: and in every recruiting class, they will win a national championship. And, and yeah. they have
1: since he's gotten there. Every single person he has recruited has won a national championship.
2: Yep. Well, I'm sure y'all saw, saw that uh, that leaked Zoom interview with the guy with, with him talking to the recruits. It was an incredible. Pitch. How could you tell him that? Yeah. Exactly. Right. I mean, it, th- th- there's so much confidence that guy exudes confidence in terms of what his plan is and what his plan for you is and like you said it's incredible that he can get these five star athletes to come in and say okay you're I'll, not playing I'll sit. you're right you're right and then before you know it by the eighth game of the season the guy who thought that they were sitting and is a five star athlete proved himself and just like um Devonte Smith is catching a touchdown pass in the national championship.
1: Who is, by the way, an Amy Boy? Exactly. Yep, absolutely. <laughs>
0: exactly. He's he's got a knack for stealing our people too. Yeah, you ain't wrong. Yeah, he's got a connection with the barber over there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I was trying to get the barber on our podcast. I was in
2: meet City, Louisiana today. Actually, <coughs> yeah. I, right I, by I, the shop. I was
1: telling my <laughs> wife about the barber shop like two months ago because I knew about the barber shop because actually devontae Smiths is weird. devontae Smiths Smith and uncle.
0: Yeah.
1: Um his uncle was our coca-cola
0: merchandiser for a long time okay well um, brandon stewart if you're in the chat you'll know that um brandon stewart works at coca-cola so yeah i uh, can't remember his name uh the rj
1: dj anyway he played at uab good good guy but he told me about the barbershop like two years ago yep um and i told my wife about the barbershop i said there's a barbershop in a meat and the barber has real tight connections with <laughs> alabama yep and then this article came out like a month ago or on ESPN about the barbershop. I was like, that's the barbershop. <laughs> yep. I, I told you it was a barbershop and I knew it wasn't bullshit. There's a barbershop and that's the barbershop.
0: Um, George Sanders uh, worked at Lamar with me when I was at Lamar for okay. that brief time. Yeah, uh, George's brother is Vincent Sanders, okay. uh, the barber. Okay. So. Got it. There is a way in that I can get to the barber. and we'll, Maybe we can have the barber in our backyard. We can Ooh. talk to him. And, I um, mean, Amy is not this hot No.
1: Yeah, it's not the hot There's K- but- It's
0: Kitwood and a basically. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. just two, two schools. Right. I mean, Devontae Smith's from Amy. Yeah, we lost Devontae Smith. But it's not like Amy in the surrounding areas pumping out these yeah. huge athletes and all that stuff. Devontae Smith just happens
2: to be. Is it just me? Or, or when I look at Devontae Smith, and I know what he did in college. We all saw it. Yeah. I, I don't know how that translates to the NFL with how small he is. He's just, like, I mean, how is a safety not going to eat that guy's lunch?
0: I, I, you know, what I always wanted to see was somebody really be able to jam at the line. And I think that that was his skill, was able to get off the line, yeah, clean. free release
2: and go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And once he gets clean like that, uh, he's such a smooth route runner and he's yeah. so fast off the yep. line. I think that's where his uh, knack is. Uh, I think he's not a guy that you're going to, you're going to ask to go across the middle.
2: Right. Yeah, uh, he's he's going to get blown up by sense. somebody. Yeah,
0: I agree. Um, and I, I just don't think that's his game at all. Yeah. I think he's going to be more some fly routes and, mm. and a speed guy on the outside. But
1: Yeah,
2: it,
1: it, it, and y'all know way more about this stuff than me. But no, it, it,
2: no I'm it, the, we're the common man. We're men. the common man. I've we, said common
1: man a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all the common man. Uh, I'm really into football, but the scheme that they run in Alabama, too, has to have something to do with how wide opening – I mean, Without the, a doubt. The, the the game plan that Sarkeesian had for the national championship was incredible and the SEC championship. I agree. And the playoff games. It's just everything that they do is very inventive, and it's crazy to see Saban to adapt to run an offense like that. Yeah, absolutely. Because yep. um, he's always been – That's the, credit
0: to him. I mean, he, he was the defensive guy, and yeah, he was running, 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 running. And, and they turn and,
2: and burn through coordinators, <clears> and they don't miss a beat. Yeah. And that's, that, that's the legacy right there. I mean – and
1: anyway, LSU had the, the the season two years ago or whatever, and they talk about losing all these assistants and blah and doing and we we had to do all this, but Saban does it every single year. Yep, I know every year, and he reloads and he does it successfully. And I just don't think there's anybody else, Dabo included, that can
0: do that. Yep.
1: I just don't think it's possible. Oh,
0: yeah. I don't know how he does it, but he does
1: it.
2: Yep.
0: Uh, a lot of people are, are getting into this a little bit now. With the we're talking about recruiting a little yeah. bit, where we've we've recruited uh, Mason Smith and Sage Ryan now. So it feels like LSU is starting to lock up Louisiana a little bit more with Coach o. Um, I, I think those coordinator hires um, they came a little late. Yeah, uh, we can talk about Durante Jones a little bit. We with had that, a little but, stress
2: with the coordinator hires.
0: Yeah, like Jake Pete's was a home run, bro. His um,
2: press conference was, I think, the best I've ever seen. Out of a coordinator ever,
0: I we broke that news. You know that oh, we broke the Jake Pete news. news. Yes, we break news. Hashtag <laughs> we break news. Uh, we got a text from somebody that I'm not going to name, uh, who's very well in the know. When he texts me, I'm like, bro, I'm I, this is it. I'm, I'm texting this. It. <laughs> uh, it, it was Jake Pete's and DJ Mangus are coming, yeah. and we're going to run that that uh, Joe Brady offense. Joe Brady recommended it, and I tweeted it yeah. out. And but when you start watching Jake Pete's like interviews and things like that it's like how can you not get excited about this yeah. guy and it's like that lack of detail that you felt like in you had in 2020 is now gone like right. it is back to where we were in 2019 where the i think it was what they call it the number of 10,000 catches where yeah. were, all of a sudden we see wide receivers dropping balls in 2020 yeah. and you're like i'm not used to this at all yeah yeah uh, now we 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 have this attention to detail that we mm-hmm. didn't have before. We have an NFL offensive coordinator, basically, as our offensive coordinator now. Darante Jones coming in, um, very young, aggressive, uh, defensive mind. I mean, obviously, hungry. defensive mind. Yeah, very hungry. Yeah, um, that,
2: that's the difference. I feel like when Aranda seen. style,
0: In Aranda yeah, style, I, I, the I, way I, he approaches kids. You know, I feel
2: like the youngness of our coordinators, and and I heard T. Bob talking about it on OTB the other day about how we've got this group of coordinators is are their early risers. They're like first in they're showing up at five o'clock in the morning. Yep. They're watching film. And like I, that has me just juiced in general, because like you said, that attention to detail is back that I felt like was missing. I felt like we glazed through last season. Um, and
0: well, I, I want
2: I, that energy back. I want the young, hungry guys that are ready to prove it. I, and, How's and that I,
0: cock I, taste, Mike?
1: And, and I agree with you.
2: We'll see. We'll see. <laughs>
1: I think Pelini was an awful hire. That's just my opinion, but I think Pelini was an awful, awful it
0: was a lazy hire. hire. I think it, at the time I thought it was a good hire,
1: and it I didn't really?
0: know I didn't know enough into it. I um, thought it was
2: lazy. It felt like the name that was safe. I didn't think we'd get any. I didn't I think thought, we'd go five and five. I was going from but,
0: like, all right, so you had uh, Dave Aranda. One of the one of the uh, parts about Dave Aranda that we didn't like was that he wasn't aggressive enough. Right, um, that he he didn't blitz enough. He didn't, you know, he'd bring the house. A lot of times. Oh, we weren't allowing
2: 600 yards a game.
0: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was going to happen. Well, I mean, right, right when the Mississippi State game mm-hmm. happened, I was like, "Red alert! Red alert! This well, is not good." And and I don't even think it was, but it,
1: it was the actual defensive game plan. It felt like the players did not want to play for him.
2: Well, that that and a lot yeah, of well, absolutely. that A lot it, of, I mean, we, our guys were looking left and right looking like this i mean it, i think there
1: was a of lot of problems KJ. this
0: year along with kj costello was a heisman trophy candidate after that first game yeah, absolutely yeah, was uh, we had and we had finished. uh we had uh preston guy on our podcast um uh, and shout out preston he's a good friend of mine but he basically said yeah kj costello would be all sec uh, and then later on, we, I would replay that same clip over and over and, <laughs> and you know, obviously it didn't happen, but we made him look really, really uh, good. Oh my God. We made God. a lot of guys. I, we made, uh, I, 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 I was just, I call in... him bedazzled sack. Uh, but, uh, Basil I think is his real name. Oh yeah. yeah. Bedazzled sack. I like that better. Yeah. But, um, we made him like, look like a Heisman candidate for, for, uh, Missouri. Uh, same thing. A
2: weird
0: um, year. It was, I mean, it was terrible, but it was like I saw a uh, clip of a Kylan uh, Hill yeah. for Mississippi State. It was a NFL draft uh, clip of him, and I was trying to show him how, how good he was uh, coming out of the backfield. And they showed a clip of him against LSU. <clears throat> he runs a wheel route. And you basically had Eli Ricks and you had Jacoby Stevens, both great guys, great athletes. athletes. Yeah, They know what they're doing, right? They both just like turn around. They had no idea what was going on. They had no idea how to cover this real wheel route. They had no idea how to like communicate who was going to take who.
2: Yeah.
0: uh, Wide open. And it's like, why are we showing this one? Like this isn't a, this isn't going to show him his, you know, his ability. This is showing LSU's lack of. It was just a super
1: weird year. It was just a super weird year. It it never felt right. Nothing felt right. Um. And hopefully, uh, they write the ship this year.
2: Um, I think they will. and and uh, to me, something that really threw me off last year was, aside from the obvious schematic issues that we had with some coaching decisions, we have athletes. like we had some dogs on defense, oh, yeah. and so defense was
1: supposed to be incredible. I know going and, into the and season. that's what blew that's my right.
2: mind was was uh, aside from it wasn't
0: expected. It, it wasn't expected but at all. you,
2: you know, how there's so many times where, the pure athleticism of these dudes can can kind of uh, make up for a lack of scheme, where they can say, "Okay, screw it, you know, I'm man on man, whatever." We never saw that. We 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 always saw them getting in hot water. We saw them out of position. We saw them not communicating, and it was weird to not see their athleticism shine through some of the weird schematic issues that it, we saw. It did,
1: but, yeah. But at the, it just felt like they didn't. they they, they weren't there. They just they weren't there. I agree. And and I don't know what the issue was, and I and I hope it was Pelini, just because he's gone. Yeah, I hope I hope that was the answer to to what the problem is. It just yeah. seemed like there was a culture issue in the locker room, and I heard that from people that there was an issue and just issues in the locker room. Yep.
0: Yeah, that sounds like uh, from what I heard is that when we were making the the defensive coordinator hire, we were looking for a minority hire. Yeah, and it made sense, obviously. Whatever, all the stuff that was going on during the year. Bo Pelini, Bill Bush, there were some problems there. Yeah. They were looking at Marcus Freeman. Marcus mm-hmm. Freeman was the hot name. Uh, they were trying to get him in. They thought they had him, and it did. It fell through. He wanted. He's
2: he's got what six? That felt kids. like a home run, but you know what? I, Tom Herman felt like a home run too. Sure it did. And it ended up not yeah, being. B. So I, yeah. that that's been my comparison. I was distraught about losing Freeman. I was like, man, this. This really felt like a good fit but you know what um, we could
1: be in a bad place if we had the heart you ain't Herman. Lying, man we you could ain't be in lying. a real bad place <laughs> Oh but, absolutely uh, it, it's a it's a disaster I think about
0: a, I think a little bit of that with uh, all right so you, the Herman thing uh-huh. uh, Jimbo Fisher. I didn't um, want Jimbo at all. You yep. didn't? No. Oh, at the time I did. uh uh-uh. Um, I, well, we
2: were we were we were dying for offensive prowess at that point.
0: Yeah. And he's and, the
2: offensive mind. So let's let's go. You but know? you look
0: at AM. That's yeah. not like I know uh wide open, you know. I, know. I, I think I think what um I was I was just surprised of 2020 and his hires that he made because like he he, he saw the formula, Ogeron did yeah. in 2019. The formula was Joe Brady and yeah Dave Aranda. yeah you had Dave Aranda who was I mean it, our defense was good but it wasn't like great yeah
2: but, they were but it was good enough they were consistent <laughs> yeah, and they made they, some yeah.
0: stops where they needed to make stops and yeah. they,
2: they they had just,
1: athletes they, they, they kept the offense in the game right, right. that's all they needed to do in the back half of the season they played well the defense started playing better um but in the beginning of the season it was just a track meet every game yep. and and uh, luckily we had the obviously we had the offense to do it uh
0: so helmers is in the pitch and this is serious now so uh we do have a uh we had, we do have somebody wait that's you you're trying to join in right no, so i thought I, I thought somebody was trying to join in the uh, the chat
2: i was trying to check the uh the baseball score
0: no you're good um so we uh let's see i have helmers in the pitch <clears throat> Sam Bacon is saying the bourbon rant of the night. He was he wants to come in and give a rant, and I'm not sure if he's going to be able. Rant? To, I'm not sure. I want to I wanna, let us rant. I told him, I said, "Do you want the link? Uh, I'll give him the link, and if he wants to come in and give us a bur- bourbon rant yeah, of the night, let's I'm not go. sure. I think it might be uh, podcast beef.
2: Oh. Sounds
0: like it could be podcast beef. I don't really mm-hmm. know, but uh, we're we're uh, I'll see. I didn't do anything. Just okay. so you know, I didn't do anything. I
2: certainly didn't
1: do
0: anything. <clears throat> Taylor didn't do anything. <laughs> Calandros didn't do anything what at what all. I,
1: I don't understand what he's talking about.
0: I don't
2: know yet. Uh, well, do y'all want me to rant? You, I can do it. Yeah, Let, I, give I, us a rant. You know what? You know what I want. I I, I want to hear the rant. So, video. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the yeah. Bur-
0: the Oak Hills Bourbon Club is getting loud, rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> the drinks are loud. Lord have mercy. Goodness gracious.
2: So one of the questions I was going to ask you, Taylor, was looking for the people who are trying to get into bourbon that want to find those bottles, like the plans and all that kind of stuff. Like, what is your rant on dealing with that? Like, is there a certain way to approach for me? Like I'm the common man trying to find something. What's the best approach to find one of those bottles without being a pain in your ass?
1: It's really easy. It's really simple. uh, uh, American dollars. Dollars. Yeah. Green. You spend them.
2: Spend them greens.
1: Spend a lot of them. All right. And you get noticed. And, and, or you can use American dollars. We'll eventually start taking Bitcoin too. Apparently, that's what's <laughs> happening ah, yes. now. Yes, absolutely. What um, about dog coins? Stocks. There, there, stocks. there, there is no secret sauce. There's no nothing you got to say. There's no secret password. If you and I'm sure uh, most of the accounts around town and in this country will agree that if oh, a customer yeah. comes in and spends enough money. Are going to be rewarded
2: are you saying spend money on liquor
1: anything in, get man. anything anything
2: steak dinners for your family Not and a nice time, bottle just of wine
1: if if you're a, if you're a regular customer and if you get no you don't have to tell us that you're a regular customer right we know you're a regular customer right you know one of my regular customers is karen Maneri. yeah yeah i I don't. Sell I saw apartment. her in the
2: Calandros parking lot two weeks ago. She and I was going to the DMV.
1: But that, that's just an example. Is, is she that, lives right over here. Yeah, uh, that's a prime yeah, example. She lives it's, right around here. Yeah, or around uh, in, in that new little, yeah, that little cut uh, around. Yeah. yeah, the little development over there. Um, but she's just an example because LSU podcast, whatever. But she is in the store three or four times a week. Yep. And I know it. I see her face. Yep i mean i know who she is but i see her face and yep. she's in there it's just an example but she doesn't buy whiskey and stuff like that right. she buys whatever right. and I, I don't even know if paul
0: drinks whiskey i don't know what he does but, yep oh um, i'd love to get paul on here
2: oh, i feel like he would sit back with a nice cigar i think relax. he
0: would too he needs to relax I know. um what i've does heard paul he drink i don't know I, i've heard he's 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 a little tense right now I uh think Jacques. To- we had Jacques Doucet on last night yeah his face uh, is a little red. Jacques did a, and uh, you know how he does impersonations. He did an impersonation of Paul Maneri <laughs> on our podcast, and I, I tweeted it this today, this morning, and as I said it, it was just like a little brief thing. And he, and Jacques texted me. He goes, "Hey, can you take that down? Because, because uh, Paul's okay, been a little bit. He's been a little ornery about." People like making fun of him. He got on. He got on Ronnie Rants apparently about it. I love Ronnie. I know Ronnie's he got on Ronnie Rants about making fun of him Ronnie. a little oh bit. And uh, God. and so I was like, sure, I'll take it down. Ronnie
1: yeah. Rants. I'm so glad you said Ronnie Rants. Yes, Ronnie. I forgot about
0: Ronnie Rants and uh, TK. Yeah, uh,
1: Ronnie Tani. Tommy. Ronnie lives in the neighborhood I'm living in currently in Denham Springs right now, Greystone. But anyway, I played baseball for Ronnie. Uh, my freshman year of college, in between uh, freshman and sophomore year, I was trying to get back into baseball. I broke my back. My senior year at catholics so i was trying to get uh to play baseball in college basically i had to sit out my whole freshman year anyway ronnie was my coach and ronnie is an animal yeah and he's he he's the man he's <laughs> hilarious he's one of the funny funniest, he's funniest so funny people man we'd be sitting in the dugout uh, it just it, it'd be a, a thousand degrees outside we're playing in a tournament and ronnie would just bust out with john mayer just start singing <laughs> we'd be miserable uh, everybody would be so dying. hot and we would just be rolling on the ground sometimes he would announce two or three innings just in the dugout yeah it, it just it, he's just uh, he just doesn't care about anything That's the i love he's, it he's an yeah. awesome dude and he played baseball at lsu and he, he knows the stuff but yeah ronnie's a good guy i'm, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned ronnie yeah well, a lot of
0: memories we we'll need to get ronnie out here oh, um yeah he's not far from here i think i don't know where he lives exactly yeah, he, uh Graystone. He lives Grayson. Okay, he, he
1: lives in Denham Springs. He lives f- five houses so, down from me
0: right now. Okay, so, so we need um, to play a round
1: of golf. He would love to play Deronte golf. Jones
2: Bourbon Club. Yeah, the- Bourbon
0: Club.
1: And, um, and and Ronnie's still really involved. I think he's the chairman or something, president of the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. Yes, he is. Yeah, um, yeah that's right. Super involved. With I, there stuff. is a
0: underground um, poker club. Oh. that is right down the street from Greystone. You probably know who I'm okay. talking about and I'm not gonna say who their name is, but um I'll tell you after the show. But I it was supposed to be this I, Friday.
1: I don't talk about any of the going ons at Greystone. No, not at Greystone, no, like, it's like right down the street at their house. At, I don't talk about anything in the nope. yes. Spring. Uh Denham Springs is a sanctuary. Yes, it is. Yes, uh, it's. Uh, this is where you get away
0: from. I was born and raised uh, yeah, in
1: yeah. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, but I live in Denham Springs now. And, <laughs> um, shout out to my wife and my my, my in laws. Um, I love Denham Springs, and and. It, we just want to keep it to
0: us. My we, dad lives we don't in, in Denham. Um, I'd love to go out there if I could find, like, something. I, my wife loves living in the middle of Baton Rouge, yeah. so I think that's uh, – Where are you at, Chris?
2: I'm in the Shenandoah area, Corsi, Jones Creek. Okay, so, yeah. So you're out yeah, there. Yeah, I'm out there. I'm close. Yeah, yeah you're, you're close. I'm close are. enough to you're where close. we could do, like, a ninth Green at 9 podcast at Grayscone and – just see oh we, we could do get. that. Yeah. I
0: can get in touch with Greystone easily yeah. and get that. Sounds
2: like done. we need to do a late afternoon round followed by a couple of bourbons. I think so.
0: I, I played
1: Greystone yesterday. Actually. This may
0: evolve a into a Durante Jones bourbon slash golf podcast. I'm not mad at it. I'm yeah, not mad so at it. There's
1: some funky holes out of Greystone.
0: There um, are. It's true. But overall, the course is nice and my dad played is... at Greystone. My dad's a member at Greystone. Um he played there today. He's I mean, he's older. What's your dad's first name? David so david anderson um he he's still recovering from like some back and hip issues too so he's hitting like 100 you know 100 score right now but like yeah so a few he,
2: strokes better than you
0: <laughs> probably <laughs> actually so hey i'm i'm pretty good around the green if i can get around the green but it's like i'm i'm driver uh, Jack's on here he's probably going to laugh his ass off me even talking about this. I'm driver uh hybrid 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 pitch and wedge putter. That's typically every hole. Jesus so Christ. There is no iron game at all. There's no iron. So you're game. not oh, playing in the
2: scrambles <laughs> with me. That's yeah. No. No.
0: Yeah, there's there's no If I do play in a scramble, I hit first. <laughs> so you can see yeah. where i hit and uh-huh. then it'll tell you like can i launch it or whatever yeah. me, me, uh, me
1: and my dad <laughs> play in a lot of uh just like like ag uh associated grocers they have a bunch of tournaments and shit and they always know me and my dad want to play my uh my dad's a big golfer he played golf today he, he plays golf twice a week with a bunch of old guys but every time i play golf my dad I, I hate playing golf with my dad And most people would probably enjoy playing golf with their dad. But anyway, for scrambles, (laughs) um, because I got to work with my dad, and it's just... And he he bitches the whole time on the golf course. And when I go play golf, I want to not... I mean, I do bitch at myself, but he's just very vocal about it and just makes for a not-so-fun experience. But scrambles, he always... He's always the last to hit, and he always makes sure that the guys that aren't supposed to be out there go and hit first, and it's it's embarrassing.
0: Do you, do you, have you played with Matt Moscona? I haven't played with Matt, no. No, you haven't. I'm
1: surprised. Is Matt a Matt, big golfer? Matt Matt, Matt plays he golf. He can play. Matt, but Matt's very busy. He is busy. No doubt people, and I'll say this about Matt, people think Matt works from 3 to 6 p.m. every day, no, Monday oh, to yeah. Friday. No, that's Matt not. Matt is in the studio at 9 o'clock in the morning, yeah. 8 o'clock in the morning. It, whether it, 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 the guy works, he starts in the morning with his little his little Facebook yep. show. Yeah, which is a big deal now. It's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Um, But he works his ass off. He's, he's worked really, really hard to get to the position he's in. And, and I'm not just saying that cause I'm on a show and yada, yada, yada. Sure, yeah. I have seen him physically working and yep. he does it every single day. He, he works his ass off.
0: Yeah. Very meticulous to, um, he does a lot of prep. It's, it's not three three to six p.m. Show. No, no, for no him. It's absolutely a, not. It's an all
1: day thing, and, and it, then he it, does, it does like shows show.
0: at night and stuff like that's, all
1: kinds of extra
0: stuff. Dude, I know. Like, I, I have a full time job, and I'm doing like um we have we have since we're on the subject was our first podcast we did and was just three guys and we're just kind of fooling around and yeah. then. But we would do it like every Sunday and that became something I didn't have to edit that one. Right. Well then when we got to once one team one podcast, I edit that one and it was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is a little bit more. Yeah. And then like this one. And it, yeah. But I had to figure out a way to where okay, I could do this like efficiently to still where I can still do a day job. You yeah. know, like dude,
2: it's always blown my mind. Some of
0: the people that do this this kind of like gig without, you know, and I'm like, What do you fucking do for a living? Like, dude, how do you on like that's what Social my wife asked all me, day so long. I
2: told her I was coming to, coming to do this with you today, and I was like, yeah, this is going to be a thing. We're going to start doing this little whiskey podcast, talk about bourbon and sports, and she's like, dude, you barely have time to do yeah, anything. I know. She's like, how are you?
0: See, I don't have kids, so yeah. that's I think that's one of the differences yeah. that I'm able to do. I got a toddler, because, and I got a pregnant wife, and it's right. – uh
2: She's like, "What are you? What, what are you taking on these days? I'm yeah, like, right. You know."
0: And I started this during COVID because yeah. it was perfect. It was a great release. Like I needed. I, it's either this or therapy for me. Yeah. Like I got to do something. <laughs> I got to talk to somebody. <laughs> I'd rather uh, not spend a hundred hundred dollars. Well, an let's be
2: honest. You were drinking bourbon regardless. That's so true. Now it's That's like true. a productive drinking. Exactly. Experience. If we can do it so, at the same yeah. time,
0: you know, yeah, and I'm exactly. not. I'm still not an alcoholic, so we're right. good. So, yeah. no. if you do it, if
1: you do it for a hobby, you're not alcoholic. I've I've learned that from. <laughs> like my customers yeah yeah. like okay you drank three quarters of a bottle of bourbon on tuesday and you've done that in the last seven days (laughs) (laughs) yeah man but i you know the tasting notes were she was just really good it's creamy it's creamy and chewy you tell your wife that (laughs) that you're doing okay and everything and uh i'm not gonna judge you I, i enjoy you spending money here but um (laughs) yeah it's a hobby it's a hobby for a lot of guys no bourbon dude bourbon is just blown up and it's crazy and the train just has not stopped rolling i talk about it with matt all the time he asked me when it's going to stop and because because craft beer craft beer came up and it's it's going back settled down down, yeah and i thought bourbon was going to take the same kind of route but
0: there it's I, I don't see an end in sight. There was something about, uh, so I went to, um, Lexington to Woodford distillery. Um, this has got to be four or five years ago now, but I remember during that time when I went to Lexington, I went to liquor barn. Do you ever been to, yeah, liquor, been barn? to liquor barn? It's, oh my uh, God, it's similar so
1: awesome. to a total wine or exactly. So, so it's like, it's like heaven.
0: Total Wine yeah. coming into town. It, it, I don't know exactly when that's supposed to open. Do you you, you probably know. I yeah, there's care. supposed to be one yeah, that no. opens I we're not going to do that. Flanders yeah. is yeah. our guy. Yeah. So we're not going to do go it. Go to
1: Total Wine, it's cool. Um they, they were supposed to open at some point this year and I heard it got pushed back. Um and the location they're supposed to be going in is absolutely atrocious. Terrible. It's and the I'm old
0: in, uh, Segan movie theater.
1: The, the, yeah, the Office Depot that that little area right yeah, there. Yeah, right, right. Um which is overrun with um vagrants and yes, absolutely, right by that racetrack <sighs> over there, which is really bad. Yeah. But more power to them. They're gonna have a lot of theft, and um uh, I'm, I'm rooting for it. Terrible, ter- <laughs> yeah, terrible
0: place for that. It's gonna I'm be like my
2: Walmart. About- my, y'all, my Walmart on Corsi and Jones Creek is locked up yeah. in a case. Yeah, and they have to I know exactly unlock what you're it about. with the key and they have to bring it to the cashier for you. This is like for a bottle of crown. Like this is not fancy yeah i'm like good god like this is crazy you know when when a
1: store is like that it it takes away from the shopping experience for the customer and it's a necessity for some places and because they don't have the manpower they don't want to have the manpower to police it i me my dad the way we view things it's we want customers to be able to touch and feel and look yep. and, and 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 not have to get somebody to come unlock a cabinet. Yep. Yep. Um, and, and, right. and and it takes more manpower and it takes uh, our employees being on top of things, and they are. Um, I mean, you can tell when somebody's in there and up to no good. Yep, it's pretty easy to tell with our clients. Spot it, yeah, you're right. Um, so, but we try to make the shopping experience enjoyable, and and, and that's what makes i think that's what set, separates local places like us and other places around town better to shop at than a big box store I mean, yeah it feels and like home, it, it, feels
0: like home. it felt different in lexington that way too where i went to a couple of different liquor stores there and it was just like, like this is just the way of life over yeah. there and like liquor barn was one where i went in and like i mean bourbon guy but like i mean it's two aisles full of bourbon yeah like of any bourbon that you'd ever want and and, and,
1: and those stores are beautiful and and, and i'm not going to knock it out i walk into a liquor barn or a total Line or a specs and i'm like damn yeah i wish i wish i had this much space but as far as individual skews and the individual bottles we'll compete with any of them we just don't we, we we don't
0: have 15 facings of crown Royal. Sure, right. right
2: exactly Uh, I think
0: somebody had told me, I think it was there. We were talking about Blanton's in particular because I was grabbing all the Blanton's they had, um, at the time. But like, I feel like I'm more savvy on what Blanton's is now than what I was then. But I think somebody was telling me that the Japanese market was buying a lot of, um, a lot of bottled bourbons from Lexington or from Kentucky, uh straight from the distilleries and they were shipping it over to japan to japan well
1: and a lot of the distilleries are now owned by the japanese that's right okay um jim beam so, uh, suntory yeah. is one of the big ones suntory okay. owns how uh, long ago was that do you think uh oh, suntory bought that. six seven years ago where okay they, where they bought jim beam they bought maker's mark um but the the jim beam people fred no and his son freddy uh, fred no's grandmother was a beam and he is still the master distiller and he's still involved with the company the japanese just own it um but the reason the japanese are buying all these places cuz japan is a gigantic market for whiskey yeah yes um, that's kind of what i heard question
2: it's, was like is the market similar it's
1: very popular very huge It's, it's yes. huge. huge is yeah.
2: it as big as it's it is probably here, or is, are we big, getting to where uh, they are i, I
1: I don't, I mean, I've never been to Japan and I've never experienced it, but from what I've heard and from the what treatment they get from these distilleries, it's bigger than it is in the United yeah. States. Yeah. Wow. Um, there's a lot more people that are willing to spend a lot of money on things. And um, I
2: wonder if our American whiskeys are like top of the line for them. They are tough to get. They are. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, I mean,
2: stuff that would be easy to get here like out Calandro say is going to be something that's an sure. aftermarket markup for them.
1: I believe that some, some of that is and, and, and vice versa. Yeah. There's stuff that's easier to get over there that you wouldn't believe you could just pick up right. um, in Japan or yeah. even Europe or something like that, that, that you
0: can't find here.
2: I have zero Japanese whiskey in my liquor cabinet. So what, what do I need to go get you know, this week?
0: You to know, taste? I, I, I've been to, um uh. what's the, what's your restaurant on government? Soji. Soji, Soji, uh, the, my parents were getting takeout from Soji tonight. Oh, was so good. About the and I'm surprised I, or, I forgot the name of it, but Soji, Soji uh, an old fashioned at yep. Soji, they make it with the Japanese whiskey. It's fantastic. Yep. Um, Hibiki? I, I think it, I think that's right. Hibiki's a big one.
1: Um, the Yamazakis are big. The Yamazakis are hard to get 12 and 18. Um, what's
2: something I can find this week? Hibiki harmony. Habiki Harmony, is something I can go find. It's a, little, somewhere. It's a white box. Okay,
1: it's sixty ish dollars.
2: Okay,
1: um, it's a good intro to Japanese whiskey. It's a what blend. is that
2: flavor profile similar to? Like, what am I getting out of that? Like, what is what's the taste?
1: Well, it's, it's like I said earlier, and I said it on Matt's show today, I, I, the best way to describe Japanese whiskey to someone that hasn't tried it is if uh, Scotch. And Bur- American whiskey bourbon had a baby. Okay, there's subtle
0: hints of smoke and peat yeah. and and stuff that you the- would love it because you love that uh, smoked old fashioned. Yeah. you know sure. that kind of that kind of feel. Yeah. I think you would love that. kind and, of bourbon.
1: And the reason I think that it's like that is because the Japanese don't have a whiskey. Yeah, they are taking influences from people that have had whiskey for a very long time: Scotland, Ireland, and um america and making their own but they're taking those influences and incorporating them into their own stuff yeah yeah um and that's what i think it is and that's what they're doing um which i think is cool.
2: it'll take things to the next level i mean
1: yeah i mean they they are and like, like i said they're they're not just buying it they're buying distilleries yeah um they w- once they get a hold of something they just they they want it that, that that's I, I guess that's how the japanese work so um yeah it's it's crazy
0: all right so we're about an hour and 45 in so yeah. I time know.
2: flies when you're having fun it
0: really does i love it um we can keep going if you want it's up to y'all but um <laughs> we may have a ch- uh, somebody has entered the chat so do we
2: never get the rant that's the question
0: i well here we may have a rant coming right now so let me let me enter in you guys hear this, though. That's the thought the problem. You bring it. Yeah. So, all right. What's up? Dickie V has entered the chat. Dicky, can you hear me? Dick
1: down. Dickie V.
0: It's not you because you don't have the link. Dickie V. Upset City is what he said in the private chat. Who's LSU baseball playing? They're at ULL.
2: UL, yeah, ULL yet.
1: Dickie V, can you screen hear screen? us? Uh, Louisiana. Yep. Hello. Dickie V, you're on live. You're yeah.
0: live with Taylor yeah. Calandro. Ask me a question.
2: LSU four, ULL one, end of the fifth inning. I'm reno- removing right you
0: from the stream unless you talk. I took him off. All right. So okay. I don't know why I don't know why he interviewed if he wasn't gonna talk. Um He got the stage fright. Stage yeah, I think it might it gets to everybody. It happens. Um we can keep doing this if you want, or we can stop and we'll regroup next week and we'll do this at bogeys. Um live I'm excited stream- to get
2: back to bogeys. Uh, with a pregnant <laughs> wife at home, I don't have a good reason. To go to bogeys. Okay, so that's kinda, podcast. So I can. I, I'm uh That's the yeah. thing.
0: I can go anywhere at any time because I'm not it. locked down. Yeah. Right. I get it. So you are married though. I am married, yeah. but you're, you're
2: locked down. Let's,
0: she's gone right now.
2: She's not even he's here. Talking big smack, and she's not here. <laughs> yeah, she's not <laughs> even here.
0: Yeah, she's not even here.
1: It's always enjoyable to hear a married man say, "I'm not, not locked, locked down."
0: Exactly. Yeah. And you but know that yeah, his wife is thing.
2: nowhere to be found.
0: Yeah, right it's Wednesday. I'm gonna go to bogeys. I can't wait to tell her that.
2: we are
1: all (laughs) locked down to a certain extent no matter what you say you've got to run it past the boss no you're right
0: you're right yeah and they they know that um my boss is um a real boss so uh she'll she'll definitely put the chains on for sure No um so well well i think this is a good place to stop though we'll stop this we'll we'll regroup we'll we'll bring you on back in taylor whenever you want oh, so, I'd,
1: I'd, I'd love to come back on i enjoyed
0: it okay so if we set up at uh bogey's maybe next week well i'll get with clayton over there maybe on the patio depending on the weather yep. if not on the patio if the weather's bad we'll get on the stage at bogey's um they have a limitation right now on how many people they can bring out there yep. so i'm hoping we can well, we only
2: had like what 30 or 40 people in the crowd tonight watching yes live, so it's uh i i'm, I'm hoping
0: right. like so they're struggling yeah. Like, there's bars that are just struggling yeah. right now. Like, Man, especially
1: those guys. Like, I'm, I'm glad you said that because the restaurants and bars are struggling. Yeah, big time. Get out there and spend money at restaurants and bars. Yep. Get takeout. You see all these bullshit commercials that say, order out, but no, do it. Yep. Because yes. these, these these places need support. And if you don't, they're not going to be there after all this shit
0: is yep. over with. Yep, that's right. So, And, and you're going to get yeah.
2: a lot of commercial bullshit. You're yeah, have and they had the money that can invest I hope in a you restaurant, it like ain't gonna be what it's
0: like. Yeah. Oh no, not red lobster. No, no, no. no, no red lobster, no uh, olive garden. We're not no. doing that. Mm-mm. Um
1: so unless you want to eat that garbage every day of your life, if you want to eat out, then you get dude, out and
0: support local restaurants.
2: Spend that he jack- was telling
0: me Joe's crab shack shack is closed now. I know. I can't believe it. I can't believe well, it. I, I can't believe they made it as long as they did. That. I know. They so closed though. Yeah, they're closed. I think I think Joe's Crab Shack <laughs> Calm down back there. There's a, a We got whole, a rowdy crowd going There's on a here. hole in the roof at Joe's Crab Shack. I is have no really? I, Yes, there is a tarp over the roof. Wow. I have no idea what happened there. But oh, yeah, it's closed. Wow. Um but what I what I was hoping, I've is, only eaten there one time. I'm sorry
1: I'm interrupting you a bit, but I No, I've it, only
0: eaten there I think it's one,
1: I, I once ate or twice there one time by, like, when I was 10 years a kid ago and I ate a hot dog.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> i've i've quite literally never eaten at joe's Crabby it's at gross Crabbers. yeah no thank you it's terrible why no, the
0: hell gross. would you eat there no. in louisiana Yeah,
2: know
0: but i was at i was at bogey's the other day and he was telling me some of the restrictions they can only allow 50 people total at a time wow uh, they have to be on the patio wow. and that's when we walked out there and i was like holy shit when did this happen <laughs> <laughs> but they can only have 50 at a time anyway yeah um Tigerland is closed totally. Uh, because and it's all the limitations are because they don't serve food if they served food then everything would open back up for them so I was talking to them about walk-ons like walk-ons gonna be packed during LSU baseball games but like yeah but bogeys can't have more than 50 people in there because they don't serve food the laws are ridiculous with this
2: can we do a Durante Jones bourbon club from the parking lot of Fred's yeah i mean that 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 just seems like it'd be a great backdrop uh
0: that or uh, so they were talking about doing uh they do crawfish on sunday nights at bogey's and they do it at at fred's as well and they'll have a huge crowd whenever they do crawfish but they have to do it in an outside area to where they can have a certain amount of people we need to get there but yeah so that that was one of the things we were talking about was whenever they do crawfish having a big um having a big show out there springtime showdown For sure. So we'll get you back on, Taylor. We appreciate your time tonight, man. I enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. We appreciate everybody that's uh, logged in tonight. Uh, Remember, like and share all this. Uh, We appreciate uh, Calandro's being involved with this and Bogey's. Any chat, any questions you guys have, reach out to us at uh, DJ Bourbon Club or One Team One Podcast. Let us know if there's any feedback you guys have for any of this. Uh, we would love to kind of keep this free flowing and see how we can, uh, improve in the, in the future. We'll get our, our, our intros going right That's next right. time. <laughs> um, that was a little snafu, snafu. I'm outside tonight on the patio. Uh, probably my Wi-Fi was sucked. Um, but, uh, we appreciate everybody again and, uh, we will see you guys next week on the Durante Jones bourbon club. Woo! Oh yeah. un peu
2: This is McSwap Productions.